Hey hello and welcome to the Right Room podcast. My name is Rupan Paul and you're listening to episode number 14. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now today I'm in conversation with Vinith Vincent who's India's biggest beatboxer who had a world record against his name with respect to beatboxing. That's how big he is, right? And he's a musician, he's an MC, he's a performing artist, he's a content creator and I'm so happy that he agreed to be on my podcast and we had a fun conversation about putting out content, about standing out, about being unique and about taking care of yourself as an artist. So I hope you guys have a fun listen this episode 14 of the Right Room podcast. <laughs> So, Mr. Vinit Wells, uh, Vincent. Uh, Wells. Uh, whoa! Full introduction <laughs> fail. Mr. <laughs> I don't know how to worry about drum rolls, man. That's why I have you on the podcast. <laughs> awesome. Thank ah. you. So, every time I make a joke, just remember to... Okay. No, then you'll have to start paying me for this. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Now, now, he, now he gets professional. Yeah. Now, yeah. Yeah. Well, this is not like a professional thing, man. It's just like... I'm, imagine this like I'm having a fun chat with you. Okay. Yeah, a fun chat. I'm just going to lean back because here. as you can see there are no sponsors and we are recording in uh Vinit's studio. New, new newly made over studio I should yeah, say, right? Yeah, 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 newly yeah. made over it's studio. It's called the Musical Cubicle actually. The Musical Cubicle. Yeah. Yeah, how how new is this place? How new is this studio? 6-7 uh, months I'm guessing. Yeah. Approximately. It's there's still a little bit of work, but we we already started making videos out of this place, so oh, looking at making a lot more very soon. Yes, very quickly could you introduce yourself? I know a lot of people listening to this already know who you are, but just okay. for the sake of So, I am a all-round idiot and I am 29 years old as a few days ago. Ha. Um oh. My name is Vinith Vincent. Is this the first podcast after your birthday by the way? Yeah, it's because it's just 2 3 days. Yes. <laughs> One achievement of this podcast. We made Vinith Vincent's year off to a great start. Oh man. Okay, so yeah. it's uh I beatbox. I that's what I do for money. I am also a little bit of an MC, a little bit of an entrepreneur. I used to run a bunch of businesses now I've wrapped everything up and I've come back to entertainment and I'm just doing entertainment and I'm I used to manage a bunch of artists a bunch of gigs before but now I've sort of stopped everything and just concentrating on myself once again so that's where I'm at right I think that's a pathway for a lot of artists right as soon as you get into like art and creating mm. art you first have to just create art for corporates like just corporate interest right just to meet mm. corporate interest but eventually if you um, like you know do it long enough and you come to do you come did you come to like a position where you're like now I need to focus on myself so I'll tell you what uh, actually happened so I was getting a lot of gigs I couldn't do all of them so I started referring a bunch of other beatboxers or MCs or musicians or entertainers for different gigs and this this used to happen in 2008 2009 uh, where my plate just got really full so I started thinking if I'm making so many references I might as well make some money off it so uh. I started uh, charging a 15% a 20% a 10% on the gigs that I used to get these people and the money from those gigs turned out to be really good right so no complaints there and i was also getting a lot of work but what happened somewhere along the line i started only concentrating on these gigs i wasn't concentrating right. on myself right and i sort of missed the part where everyone moved online because i was still offline and i think this is also you moving to an online space right because it's Correct. becoming really important for people like you and me yeah. to move to an online space because yeah. that's where everything is these yeah. days the offline has become secondary Mm. So I, uh, thankfully, I think I'm one of the last generations that came from the online. Sorry, from the offline space. So uh, I've just started my YouTube channel about seven months ago, and I've started putting out a lot of my content there. I'm going to start my SoundCloud. I think. Three four days from now, or oh, maybe exactly. even tomorrow. I'm going to do it tomorrow. Tomorrow, man. Tomorrow. There's okay. Yeah. Tomorrow. So this uh, podcast is officially launching my Correct. my SoundCloud. Okay. Correct. So on twelfth so, July. Twelfth July. Okay. Twelfth July. At ten thirty p.m., which is the latest podcast I've recorded, man. I feel like I'm hardworking now just because <laughs> I'm working at night. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, but oh my god, I thought it was like eight thirty or something. <laughs> 
So I told you this is the time I actually wake up. I actually yes. start doing work now. I walk right. into my studio, I put my laptop down, I start putting my ideas down, my emails, all of this go out now technically. Right. So so yeah. this is like your main working hour right? Yeah, this yeah. Point. This is when I start. Thanks for letting me do this podcast hey, now, dude. Anytime, dude. Anytime. <laughs> Let me ask you because I hmm. recently I re- I quit my job about two months ago to do comedy full time, hmm. right? And I have this problem where like you when you say like you start work and you put a list of ideas, this hmm. is what I'm going to work on. Yeah. And then does and it gets so like incredibly fl- fast. Because it's like you know, you all of this work, and now you have all the time, right? Does it? Yeah, it takes like what some kind three of hours. What drugs are you on? <laughs> I don't know, man. Give me some, because <laughs> apparently the tea I'm drinking is not good enough. Because oh yeah, for tea, me, that's not a good thing. The work never ends. It just oh. never ends. For example, if I go back down, I have at least thirty emails to send out by tonight, at least, right? If not more, then I have to sit and work on the next bunch of videos that are going to be going out. As of now, I'm putting out two videos every week, mm-hmm. so then editing of those videos and there are videos I'm planning till the end of this year I've already started shooting them so I have to sit on the edits on the music on this on that I'm working with 7-8 editors 2 video guys so that's a lot of coordinating and it is it is so for me the work never ends and and right. besides I'm also pushing myself out as a creative person I'm trying to get myself gigs and the biggest pain as of now is trying to get my payments of course because of course. nobody wants to pay it's so weird about 40% of the people just give me the money when I ask them to the remaining 60% I have to chase and it's so stupid because it's 10 years later and I'm still doing this wow right so what is the longest payment that you've been waiting for like in um a year plus a year <laughs> and three months actually it's so ridiculous bro yeah what are these assholes doing and, and that's money? close to a lakh and that's close to a lakh oh my god so oh my god and and funnily this is one of the reasons I also stopped um, working as an artist manager right. is because I have to pay these musicians mm-hmm. when they don't get paid mm-hmm. because that's the ethical thing to do and so money basically just gets drained from your pocket exactly it doesn't come back to you exactly so I, I'm sitting on at least 5-6 lakhs worth of due payments and out oh, of which shit. 50% of those are payments that had to go to other musicians which have already paid so I'm sitting on a minus <laughs> bank account right <sighs> now and chasing these people which is a lot of my time so and yeah. it's a lot of mental space because this just takes everything out of me so is it like now you have to like hustle and get that many more gigs so you can just pay yeah. all these people yeah. oh my god yeah so that's that's, that's like such, but that's if I have to give you like a compliment that's a really selfless manager <laughs> that is no, really because you know what a lot of people do I don't know if this has happened to you but hmm. you might be able to relate but like you know when someone's making there's always like there's an audience there's the artist and there's a middleman right hmm. and a lot of middlemen like take the money that's like owed to artists hmm. and invest it in their own business to yeah. increase that yeah. flourish I think you would you did just the opposite in fact in fact um, here's another reason why I quit right. uh, doing this is because so I this podcast is about the reason why Vinit Vincent quit the business <laughs> to focus on himself to, to quit the business of artist management <laughs> yeah. okay it's okay it's a bunch of things uh, I was also working with a guy yeah. who did not see eye to eye on this and who okay. wanted to run it just the way you described and I was not too happy about that also I think it's really important to let the artists know how much they're getting paid right. um and you take a percentage of that because that's the way it's supposed to be done legally okay. and legitimately okay. right but there are these event managers so-called artist managers who will say will always tell you the budgets are low and you they will not show you how much they're getting paid but they will be making let's say they, they'll charge the client one lakh they'll pay you 20,000 and they'll actually keep an 80,000 and I yeah. know this happened yeah. because I see it happening in front of me every time Yeah, and that's another reason why I wanted to get out of this space because that's not the kind of brand that I wanted to create Yeah. so I was unfortunately working with a couple of people like that and I just pulled out when I saw things going in that sort of a direction yeah but also I think you know when, when you say like people are earning 20,000 like going to make 20,000 off some one who's actually making 80,000 right yeah there and if you like being like the in having all the integrity that you could muster say I don't want to do this gig because yeah. I know I'm getting ripped off yeah but there'll be someone who's like still really hungry to just get like that money and do that true and it's that affects like the entire thing right 100% and this is something I keep telling people and you know what forget the 20,000 they will do it for free 
they will do it for free yeah because yeah. i know a lot of musicians who have been doing a bunch of airport gigs for free a bunch of festivals for free uh all because everyone's trying to get visibility why what do you mean by an airport gig like they're just there at the airport playing yeah. music yeah why yeah. can't they just get up cd <laughs> <laughs> i don't know but see the thing is um there are lots of stand up comedians who are doing work for free and i know this for yeah. a fact because uh, i know a lot of people who come to me and say hey if you get a gig if it's really big i'll do it for free and this has happened to me before <laughs> so you I won't tell you which inquiries. which comedian yeah yeah okay. i i won't tell you which comedian and in fact i think abel and i laughed about this uh, a long time ago because we were talking about this one particular uh, musician right uh, who wanted to do work for free just to get visibility and this happens all the time because um i work with a lot of festivals also um now there's a difference see for example the under 25 right, right. there's under 25 there's josh talks there's this thing called mi talks uh who do fantastic work in this space Correct. now these are the kind of platforms you need to be on not every college will want to host their own festival this yeah. is what we're going to do oh my god and tedx is my friend oh yeah tedx's are i was going I to talk to you about tedx it's the worst thing i think because you said no to tedx's right like your boy got tedx's um three times a month at least <laughs> at least two to three times a month <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even exaggerating oh on that number. God. Once I had three TEDxes call me up over a span of 36 hours. Three TEDxes wow. all back to back. Wow. Now, it's it's lost its integrity. In fact, I have a feeling that there are lots of these organizers who will go to a brand and say, "Hey, I'll put you on my TEDx in my college, pay me X amount of money." Wow. And I'm pretty sure this is happening. And TEDx is making money of all these people. Well, TEDx gets the content which is TED Honestly they want to do it for the right purposes. Ted wants to do it for the right Ted, purposes. Yeah. yeah. As an organization they really want to do this for the right purposes. But the little organizers that they're getting on board these people are up to no good on a constant basis. Yeah. They yeah. are cutting down on the quality of equipment that they bring in on the the hotels that they book for the speakers and it's this really crappy experience that they're giving to speakers. It's not the quality of what a TED started off to be. And it's really sad to see a platform or a brand like TED actually being like abused actually. Yeah. So it's really bad production at an event the the videos are recorded with really bad quality cameras because they're cutting down on costs there um it's really sad to see everyone because you know what the organizers want to put this on their cv yeah. when they go to a, 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 a company someday and say hey i organized a tedx in yeah, but why are colleges doing this like what do colleges have to gain from all of this like colleges say like we had a tedx over there and so the colleges don't gain much it's the students who organize it because it goes on their cv and they they become oh my tedx gosh. organizers when they go and uh like approach uh, <laughs> a big fancy corporate one day um, so at the hr the hr will be like oh you organized the tedx brilliant here's your job you are going to get 12000 rupees this month wow. <laughs> as an intern which you're going to be for the rest of your 6 months uh, oh my god but do you believe uh this whole thing when people say like hey just put us up for free man we'll get visibility i don't think that happens right what do you think do you think that like people who just show up on stages just get visibility no in this online world no i don't think they do and if they do it's going to be a one off thing and that one off thing is going to take them somewhere but they will get lost somewhere down the line there are one or two out of i don't know a few thousand cases that really get recognized and and can create a living out of it at the end right and a brand out of it but even if you look at your um all these people who come off from the voice yeah. american idol yeah. and what not a lot of them get lost yeah right you don't even except for like like the person who comes first and runner up yeah or so even that person who comes third man no, uh, okay Do except you, for dotry <laughs> yeah dotry except for dotry dotry is doing really well there was so there was adam levine no adam, no no uh, wait, adam, adam lambert uh, adam lambert and yeah. one more david arch david archletter so david archletter where is he right yeah. now and he was really good <laughs> he was really good so wait there was david archletter and it was it was uh, uh no no it, no it was uh, no. dave uh, D- david cook something cook yeah something so cook oh, that's how old we are yeah anyone is yeah. adam lambert didn't win it i don't think he won it runner up correct and who was the actual winner no one knows so can you check just check. i can i can check <laughs> which year was 2000, that 2009 2000 
and nine. Yeah. Siri, who's the American Idol winner for two thousand and nine? I couldn't find any awards yeah. for that film. <laughs> yes, very <laughs> good. Film. So that's a film. Very good. Chris Siri. Allen. Chris Allen. Yarapa, who's that? Chris Allen. Chris Allen. <laughs> I don't remember. I remember Adam Lambert because Adam Lambert, you can't forget him. So that's the thing. So yeah. Adam Lambert didn't win, yeah. but he is currently touring with Queen. Yeah, he's going to be touring with Queen, yeah. and and he. Oh, hello! I'm getting a call. It's okay. It's like a big business hour, so. It, and it and see, I, I have the most respectable caller tune ever. Uh, yes, Can you have. Please, uh, you have jump. Right. Yeah, yeah. Just call me again, and we'll just record that. <laughs> okay, one fine. Time. We have to do please. this. Please, we have to. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is. Uh, this is just a show. Um, yeah, the the Vincent's music taste. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So this is what you put as caller tunes. Yes. Yeah, man. <laughs> so now we don't have to run into all so this plagiarism issues. Kids, uh, when uh, <laughs> yeah. all right, kids, uh, this is what we call music. Yeah, it's this marvelous thing that you listen to that gives you a high and doesn't make you stupid at the same time. Okay, <laughs> just keep that in mind. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, Van Halen jump. If you guys yeah. want to know the music. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, great. Yeah, so Adam Lambert, everyone knows about him. He's touring with uh, Queen, but yeah, this so still the, didn't. The point win. of that, the point of that was yeah. you don't have to win something to actually, you know, g- get a legitimate career out of it. He he was a semi finalist. Right. The finalist, the guy who actually won. Yeah. It was He's a guy we had. We took like ten minutes to Google. Exactly, <laughs> but I knew Adam Lambert. Yeah, it's because he's talented. He stood out. He 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 was unique. Yeah, and these are things people need to be. So, right. and I think if you spend more time working on yourself right. and working what you sound like and focusing on the things that you're good on, instead of the things that you're not good on. Um, you're going to get so much more ahead in life and and coming to the point uh you don't need a platform you can build platforms you right. can put yourself out there with the right um amount of money with the right amount of connections using family using friends you can really push out your content if you're a quality creator although but you know what i'm going to go against that at the same time and right. say youtube facebook instagram you're trending organically is dying it, facebook is dead it, uh, completely dead facebook uh, i get 3 likes 2 likes and i have 40 something thousand yeah. people on my oh page oh my god you get 3 likes yeah 3 likes on my page that's that's again very humbling that's <laughs> very humbling okay but it's have you reached the point in facebook where you can't accept friend requests anymore yeah, yeah that and ha- that happened in 2011 2011 that's yeah. like some 7 years ago <laughs> and you get 3 likes on a photo yeah Dude, on Facebook is dead. It is. That's like I think there's one thing about this podcast which I absolutely am sure of. I love this fact. But yeah. but you know what? Uh, maybe Facebook is going to come back. But even on YouTube, it's right. really difficult for you to organically trend these days. Mm-hmm. Um, you are not getting visibility just for the sure fact that there's so much of content out there. Right. So you really need to do. For example, I- Instagram. If I put up a picture at let's say in the morning, and I feel like you know what, I feel like putting this picture out because I really believe in what I'm going to type, and I type it out and I put it out in the morning, it's not going to get as many likes as a crappy picture that I put up in the night, only because the algorithms will push your your Instagram post out in the night a lot more organically than it does if you put put it out in the day because there are more people accessing their Instagram in the night. Wow. So there are things like that that you really need to start considering and uh, considering and and these are things that I get turned off by because yeah. it, it's become about what time to post, how to post. It's all become like a formula now, right? Yeah. It's become like work. <laughs> exactly. And and Varun Varun Agarwal yeah. and I were talking the other day yeah. talking about how many uh followers people get by not doing anything important or interesting on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Every third person is an Instagram celebrity. And I'm the one sitting thinking, "Oh, I've done this, 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 this and this and I have only these many followers. It doesn't make sense." Um and there's also this new thing where if you are stupid and you're putting out uh stupid content that's just dumb and just without dumb, uh, without any application of your mind. You right? are going to get followers left, right and center. 
and worse if you copy someone else's work and just put all of it on your page you will get hundreds and uh, hundreds of thousands of followers and this you can see on instagram people are not being creative they're just downloading it off this instagram yeah. page and putting it on theirs and online and no one has the time to like verify everyone's like really lazy you're yeah. online you're, first of all you're online because you're lazy right you yeah. go online because you're like you you want to like an escape from what is there in your mm. life so like no one's going to verify like hey this song sounds similar to that song i'm just going <laughs> to listen to it exactly gonna... so it's plagiarism all over the place it's not using your own content you're just copying someone else's content and becoming famous through it or yeah. you're just putting really stupid stuff and the people with really smart content they are not getting anywhere like i, I was looking up some really smart content the other day where people are talking about where our world is going to where the young people are going to and and it makes sense but 10000 views 5000 views 30000 views on youtube yeah but i have a slightly different opinion about that because what is like, your opinion like podcast for example right hmm. podcast and um, certain things like that uh, they get a very few number of listeners like I, i was listening to joe rogan's podcast okay and joe rogan for the first year like the great joe rogan this is after he did fear factor and after he did all of this ufc oh, that joe rogan that. Yeah. right right yeah the fear factor dude right and his first year was just hmm. 200 listeners Wow. 200 listeners now he has like about a about like i think a million listeners for like each episode right? he puts up an episode every week but he was saying he was making a very important point even though the numbers like even if you put up like sensible stuff about yeah. like where the world is going maybe few you never know who in in that number is listening to it it could be mm. like someone who's like a really impactful person a person could yeah. actually make an impact so actually numbers don't really matter that much right okay for the people listening out there what is the point of a podcast in your opinion I feel like see a lot of people right now listening to this are at like work at like jobs that they don't How have How many people by the way? Uh by the way uh 3 and a half it's no it's four dude four, huh? <laughs> yeah that person is like okay. become a full person <laughs> oh, yeah <damn. laughs> no, like how you said a half person <laughs> <laughs> how many uh, but I, so each episode for a week it gets mm. like 40 listens okay. and then the next week people take the other episodes so then it increases right. by like about 10 okay yeah so uh what are people going to take away fr- from this from each from each podcast i yeah. think uh, uh, each podcast has a story where um, like this person has fought odds okay to like you know get to actually where he wanted to get into okay. and it's always i i always done podcasts with people who have either you know taken like a huge leap of faith hmm. from something which is like tried and tested and assured like if you get a job and go that way you're going to get assured of a certain way but they were like no let me actually try something that i believe in mm. where the odds are stacked against me and i've actually come victorious on the other side like people have written books people have started businesses people have oh, um, wow. okay started stand up just by listening to other people's stories sometimes you get inspired hmm like i've been inspired by so many stories okay myself i yeah. just want to return the favor okay interesting Yeah. And and you really believe podcasts are becoming a thing because everyone's telling me to start a podcast. Oh, I have to tell you, man, it's becoming a thing because I did. We, I think there's some right now. Hmm. You'd be surprised at how how little podcasts are there in Bangalore. There's yeah. like ten podcasts in Bangalore, and we all met up like last Saturday. We all met up with just ten of us, and and the, here's the thing, man. Like people, like it's a very few number of people listen to podcasts, oh. right? Okay. But those people are like regular listeners. It's like few but very faithful. because okay. they're putting out content regularly right yeah. and they're just listening to that work hmm. and they and the thing is here's the thing have you ever had a corporate job like where you went to like an office yes. Yes. Where, where where was this so it was you don't have a company but, but was, what kind of a job my, my first legitimate job was with a gaming company right and i used to be a game jockey so right. that's quite a fancy job it is a fancy job what a fancy as corporate job <laughs> that's true actually so <laughs> for people five, for five don't days you're getting the point of this we need people leave shitty jobs <laughs> <laughs> no 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 but, but for five days I, i had to be there at let's say 10 in the morning i had to leave at about 8 in the night and on weekends i used to host parties as right. a game jockey which was kind of cool but uh, <laughs> what was your point though so you had a corporate job right sort of and then but i did a corporate job that you hated oh telecalling sounds tele-calling, like one of those jobs but i kill that job i did <laughs> such a good job i because uh, everyone you, you you're generally used to hello madam i i'm calling from uh, yeah. uh, how is your airtel connection madam all that happens yeah, right yeah. but for me it was hi my name is vinit i'm calling from this place um you put in your n- a number last week and they uh, no i didn't put my number down <laughs> so no funny because i have your number and i'm here to just tell you about this quick thing yeah. if you have a couple of minutes to be like oh yeah someone who knows how to speak yes go ahead person Correct. tell me what you want to tell me talk to me about so 
was good. Yeah. I killed that job. So you still had a good job. You were just I had a job. good job. Did you ever have a bad job? Can we get to that story? Data entry. Ah, now that is exactly <laughs> the kind of job I'd like to bitch about. So data entry was 2006, 2006, 2007, and I would do this uh, in the summer holidays. uh when i was I, i was in pu i was in christ pu right so during the summer holidays during the day i would do this and in the evening i would work with event management companies wow. so i would freelance with the event management companies and all this I, while you were on vacation yeah summer holidays also were you one of those kids who like you know i can't chill by myself yeah. and just have this i got to keep doing some work i i didn't hang out with friends i didn't travel i didn't do vacations <laughs> we didn't go as like we didn't travel as a family i i, I just really liked working and right. I, i liked taking care of myself i liked paying for things um earning yeah. my own money that yeah. that was my turn on as yeah. a kid as mm. as i was growing up still is still right. is right so that's very interesting because if you if you say data entry right a lot mm. of it is just you're not using a brain at all you just no. have to work you're just doing yeah. something um but th- a lot of jobs are like that even yeah. my old job was a very good job which mm. i left right and my company was really great but the thing is there was a lot and i most most companies in an 8 hour work shift i think like the average workers like you productive for mm. about 2 hours and 50 minutes yeah. less than less than 3 hours man mm. and they have a lot of time like no one ever addresses how much of free time you have at work <laughs> Like if for me if I have to relax I would get a job. Yeah. <laughs> there's so much of free time and people see there's only so much of social media I can consume after a while. But, but right? tell me something what made you quit that job? Oh so I always wanted to do it. I always I mean all not always wanted to quit my job but I wanted to pursue there were a few things that I wanted to do in uh, stand up and in okay. my life like start a podcast okay. and all of these things Yay. right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's happening yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, which The thing is you can't you can only do so much after you spent 8 hours at a place mm. when you come back home then you're a little bit tired mm. and plus all the travel and all of that right and also it came specifically to a point it came to one particular point okay. like I actually said no to like going abroad very cool and I because I knew that if I had to take one thing further and I was saying like no to other projects that would come like after work hours and like calls that I'd make on the weekends because I had gigs in the night and on the weekend Hmm. So because because of specifically that reason I had to take like one thing to the other and I was saying no to a lot of gigs because hmm. of work. So I was like saying no to things at both places. I was saying no to things at work and I was saying no to things at uh at like stand up, right? So I knew I had to take one thing ahead for hmm. me to like grow. And if you just in the same space where you're just not growing and doing the same things again and again, you tend to become really unhappy. True. Really Actually unhappy. two things are popping into my head. Let me just quickly talk about them. Uh when I asked you the reason for you quitting, um made me think about the reason why i actually stopped data entry right. and so i was making about 400 rupees a day uh, for That's about quite good money and 2006 and 2006 and as a student as a student that yeah. is kick ass money dude 600 rupees a day uh, 400 to 600 a day a movie so would have been like about 100 yeah man <laughs> yeah <laughs> 100 bucks. As like four day. movies a day. And this is the time I used to go to Rex theater. Rex. So Rex is still 100 only. <laughs> like a little more than 100. Ah, so so um yeah, I was making that much. And in the evening I was freelancing with companies doing setups for them, uh going and putting up like these setups in the night. Yeah. You know, before the gig happens the next day morning in a in a mall on wow. over weekends. I was doing stuff like that. But the reason why I actually quit my job and this popped into my head randomly is because Do you know we had these little MP3 players the yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, round course. shaped oh, ones those are the best fan 126 MB yes. right yeah. and i spent um, th- that was one of those things i was really happy buying yeah. uh, back <laughs> in the day and i i used to listen to i don't know how many songs you could put on there you could put 14 songs on there i'm yeah. guessing i remember i used to have a hack i used to like compress each song to an MB so i can put yeah. like 125 <laughs> MB yeah really? but okay. i remember talking so about, yeah. Uh, yeah each one of these tracks would be 14 MB yeah i'm guessing that's a high quality shit yeah yeah so how I, i was particular about my sound back then so <laughs> I would listen to this and I'd listen to the same songs morning to evening because this was the time you couldn't even stream music on the internet. You, there's no YouTube. Yeah. yeah. You I, and you could not watch tutorials nothing. No. So I had that one player and every day I would listen to that one player and I would keep changing my songs. Yeah. Because I would have a computer and I was fascinated for the fact that I would go to a computer every day yeah. and the computer had some hundred and something songs but it did not have one of those outputs because you couldn't plug in your earphones into a computer. Yeah. This computer did not. Yeah. So it only had a USB cable and I'd transfer it onto this and listen to this. Yeah. Now One month later, one of the guys in the company told me I could not listen to music while I did data entry. So that was okay. Even uh, though you didn't suck at your job. I know, I was really good and and I'd get bonuses all the time. Um so But he just said it just to 
I think no, because how, how I used you? to I used to dance and so you were like around. having a good time. Yeah. So and I like, screw you man don't have a good time. This so, is a place to have yeah, a good time. And this guy randomly walked in and he said no you can't you can't listen you have to just work. I said but that doesn't make sense cuz I'm not using my ears at all and I work a lot faster because I can pace myself. He's like no. I said okay and then the next day I quit. Cuz uh that made me very unhappy. Hmm. Um Wow. Another re- uh, another thing that popped into my head randomly. Like if, there, if there was like a god that only paid, like you know, that took care of its children, <laughs> like because of list- listening to music, right? You would kill it at that religion, dude. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I could because it is allowed to listen to music, yeah, man. Yeah, th- that's stupid. And yeah. I was listening to uh, bands like Van Halen. Just saying, <laughs> yeah, just saying. Just saying. Yeah, yeah, cool Van Halen. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> the bands that are okay. actually music. Yeah, 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 music. I was listening to music. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And the second thing that popped into my head because we're sitting in my studio. Um, So that wall there, the grey wall, right. uh, was where this guy came, who quit his job at Google. By the way, his name is Navneet. Mm-hmm. Uh, he worked in Google for ten years. I met him at the Under Twenty Five Summit. He was handling one of the stages. He was the MC. I was at the other other stage. A very confident guy, uh, which got me quite interested to have conversations with him. Uh, we talked, and he was. He told me he's working at Google. I was like, oh, very cool. Let me take your number. I completely forgot. I stole <laughs> his number. Two years later, I met him once again. He said, "Oh, you never called me." I said, "Oh, because I think I lost your number." But then he called me from his phone, and the number was right there. Uh, Wow, I got wow. uh, caught red-handed, <laughs> but the, his story is he worked in Google for ten years. He and he became a manager, yeah. and which means he's getting paid really, really well. So he quit that job a few months ago, just a few months ago, to become a sports broadcaster. Yeah. Of all the things, a sports broadcaster, not an MC, sports broadcaster, and he called me and said, "I quit my job." I want to become a sports bro- broadcaster. What should I do? Do you have any ideas? I said, "Can you send me some videos?" And then he sent me some crap. And I said, "No, you're you're a really smart guy. I can't see this come out through the videos." Yeah. So, IPL starting. Uh when is it starting? He said, "Oh, much it's day after tomorrow." I said, "Really?" He said, "Yeah." I said, "Where are you right now?" He said, "I'm in Singapore with my wife." I was like, "Oh, can you come to Bangalore tomorrow or yeah. day after?" And he said, "Why?" I said, come use my studio i'll put together video crew i'll put together like i'll i'll get your audio set up yeah let's create one video every day for the next 40 something days or 50 of the days IPL. yeah and just talk about the ipl wow he's like oh interesting uh but he said like you want me to leave tomorrow i said yes leave tomorrow so we can start shooting the after and he said i don't know if i can do that i said dude do you want to become a sports broadcaster it means you want to be an entrepreneur first yeah which means you have to do anything so he said okay give me a bit call he called his wife his wife said if that's what you, what you want to do yes go ahead so the wife completely supported him financially also the man took a plane from singapore reached my studio the next day went first to that white wall there and we just shot a minimum of one video every day we edited it the same night and we put it out So within four hours or five hours, we he would write the script. He'd watch the match. He'd write the script. We'll shoot the video. We'll edit the video, and we put it out. So we put out, I think, close to seventy videos over a span of fifty days. We shot in Mysore. We shot in Bombay. Oh, you were doing like multiple locations. Yeah, we went to different locations. He went on the streets. Ah. He went to cafes, ah. and he put out one a minimum of one video every day, and he reviewed each match in sixty seconds. Wow, that is a lot of dedication. And he just moved from Singapore, and he he was here all the time, and he worked with three different video crews, creating this content on a constant basis. Yeah, the guy was exhausted at the end of it. He went back. I started sending his videos out to a bunch of people, my friends. Said, "Hey, check this guy out. You play cricket. You might know someone." Here you go. Something random came out of all of this, and he ended up with his first gig. less than 20 days after going back to singapore wow he had to come back to bangalore wow. to do a 21 day gig um back to back matches one after the other he just left and he's uh, up for i think hosting the kpl next oh wow he had a meeting with espn so this uh, was bad of like 3 months man. yeah yeah but the point is 
um he had and let me guess one more point uh, before before we come back yeah. to this point is why he was doing all these videos these videos are on youtube right so yeah, he gets YouTube. paid zero nothing he's actually putting nothing. money and he's getting 45 views he's getting uh 60 oh, views 100 yeah. views uh but the point is yeah. he is showcasing his talent he's showcasing that his knowledge the language usage his dedication to put out those many videos yeah. these things matter when you make a pitch cuz you might be brand new to the scene but what have you done right yeah. so he just called me and said hey i want to do this and which is one of the reasons why i built this space by the way is to support people who really really want to create something yeah um he did support me back financially but uh it's not enough for me to make a living to right. be honest with you right hopefully someday when that guy is getting paid in the lakhs and then when i take a percentage off that that would make sense that would make sense yeah but as of now if you can see this this yeah. all the things around you is not cheap right yeah. not even close to yeah. being cheap we built all of this from scratch there was yeah. nothing here there were no walls there was nothing we built everything brick up so it doesn't justify the cost but the point is you I, i'm sort of working with people who really want to create an impact not only in their lives in other people's lives mm. and this is something i think as which is w- the reason why i agreed to do this like i yeah. didn't even say how many views i didn't ask you yeah. any of these questions yeah. Yeah. you said podcast is like let's do it yes right so this is what i think all of us really need to do we need to put out quality on a constant basis yeah. we were just talking about kenny yeah kenny put out so many videos before yeah. he became Kenny Sebastian for the longest time Kenny Sebastian for the longest time exactly. when people didn't give a shit when people like, like exactly when he got like some 3000 views he was still doing yeah. it less than 3000 views also i was looking at some videos where he had 800 views yeah like there was yeah. a video where he had 800 views i watched it i was thinking ha huh, where is this going to take him but it worked yeah it worked it took yeah. him a few years longer than most people but it worked so Uh, I think that the part of right, uh, like every artist, just putting out work, right, just sending work to yeah. the universe yeah. is like so important. Yeah. Right. Most people don't do it because they're just like, yo, hey man, it's not going to be perceived like well. People yeah. are not going to like it. Did you ever have like feelings like that when you put out like your first stuff on like online? Like, hey, it's not going to be that good, and it's not going to be as great as what I uh, think it could be. So I'll be honest with you, I still have those feelings. Yeah. but i just put it out there nonetheless for example i i just started this thing called beatboxing for babies and beatboxing for bosses right. where i teach you how to beatbox but in the stupidest and the funniest of ways right uh i'm not too happy with the way it was shot i'm not too happy with the lighting the audio is good i would have liked the audio to be excellent mm-hmm. but i put it out because you know what it's important to just put some things out it's even though i had the studio that was those were my experimental phases right and uh so the guy the uh, the guy um, the sports presenter guy yeah. his name is navneet navneet yeah so we finally figured out so my beatbox videos were a, were a tester his initial uh review matches or uh, reviews of the matches were a tester and then finally we figured out this really beautiful way of putting across content and now we are at that space where we can create that content super content from from the studio Yeah. But until then it was all learning. It was college. It was like basically going to college, making as many mistakes. Mm. But you have to live with those mistakes and you put those mistakes out. It's fine. Yeah. You you grow, you learn. Yeah. Just keep putting it yeah. out even regardless yeah. even if however you But feel about it. But just try and get the quality. Don't don't Right. So the excuse for some uh, not putting something out shouldn't be you know what it wasn't that good because we all have limited resources unless like a majority of the po- uh, population has limited resources so it's all right to make mistakes it's okay unfortunately yeah. the internet you can search things that you did now like the millennials basically the, the, the time they were born now is on the internet yeah so <laughs> unfortunately for them uh, uh, a lot more of their life is on the internet and they can't erase everything but you know it's okay it's yeah. fine But it's very interesting how you uh, told your friend like you know part of being an entrepreneur is doing anything yeah just do it like regardless of the commitments that you have at exactly. that point of time right yeah so he he basically didn't see his wife for the longest time but he moved to bangalore and he he made that jump because when you are in the creative space when you are an entrepreneur when you want to do things by yourself you are doing everything right. and and that is still not enough yeah yeah so 
we were just talking about how I manage myself. Yeah. So I'm picking up calls, I'm doing my own bookings, the emails. Thankfully, I have someone to help me out with invoicing because numbers just scare the crap out of me. Yeah. Uh, but it's still not enough. After yeah. this, I'm going to be sitting up till two, three in the morning just doing work. When I wake up tomorrow morning, I am going to be uh, crap. I haven't done enough again. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Like, yeah. That's like a normal feeling that yeah, you, yeah. you wake and up every day like, I've not done enough. So I was talking to Shruti Hariharan, the, the actress. Right. And, and yeah. I was telling her, we, we were having this conversation about how we wake up and we're just like, oh, crap. We need to do some more. Yeah. She, I, I, and I said, it's, it's, it's coming from a place of unhappiness. She corrected me and, and used another word. Um, I forget what that word was, but her word was more accurate. But I think, you know what? We're all very frustrated people, which is what makes us want to do this kind of crap yeah. day in and day out. I think it's coming from a place of unhappiness that we yeah. just want to create something that we're really proud of to make ourselves happy somewhere down there. What about the opposite of satisfaction is, you know, happy that... Like, yeah, I hey. think that's that's the word she used. We're dissatisfied. Maybe that's the word she used or something along that lines. Yeah. 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 Two things before we end this podcast. Okay. Um, oh, we're ending the podcast. I'm having so much fun, dude. Come sure, on. man. But we'll we, we still go and have a chat uh, okay, after okay, okay, okay. Uh, So, the two th- is there a funny road story that you have like of just being on the road? just being on the road it's not like, a what funny is story it's a very emotional story ah, okay go ahead uh, i was biking from bangalore to Ahmedabad. that was right. my my end objective right and uh, again just road tripping for the sake of road tripping no oh, yeah, so this was 45 days across first this side of india so the bangalore hubli pune goa right. So the West, Delhi, the West. sorry, Bombay, not, yeah. not Delhi, Bombay. Bombay, yeah. yeah. The West side of India, mm-hmm. all the way to Ahmedabad. Uh, it was a combination of gigs and just traveling. Wow. I wanted to create an interesting story for myself and I wanted to just travel by myself. Mm-hmm. So that was the first time I went on a road trip by myself. I've always road trip with other people and mostly for work. Yeah. Actually, every single time for work. Yeah. Never just road tripped. So this was the first time I rode a bike my Enfield mm-hmm. and I also did a bunch of gigs I flew to Delhi Gurgaon we drove to Agra we went to Kerala did three three small places in, in uh, Kerala right uh, Chennai Hyderabad did a bunch of gigs all across the country it was 45 days um, but my road trip the part where I was on the bike this was 2015 was the time I, I realized that, okay, I'm I'm sort of done with traveling by myself. Hmm. And I sort of wanted to make more out of my travel. So how it how it worked out was I was traveling during July and monsoons. Correct. In Bombay. Wow. Which is like floods. Yeah. yeah. So I got hit by, I think, five huge rains entering Bombay via Pune. And there was... I, I got stopped uh, on one of the the routes where you're not supposed to take a bike. So the... Oh, uh, yeah. Like one of the expressways, right? Yeah, yeah. The yeah, expressways, yeah. you're not supposed to take a bike. They didn't stop me when I was entering. They let me enter. Like they opened the thing, let me enter. Hmm. And I'm pretty sure that guy called another guy somewhere down the line. Hey, he asked me where you're going. I said, in. I'm going to Bombay. He's like, oh, okay, go. <laughs> let me in. He would have 100% called the other guy. I'm soaking wet. Um, this is July 8th. And... I'm, I get hit by two more rains oh my on that expressway. I reach the end of that expressway. They have to let me out. Guy randomly stops me. He knows I'm coming, quite obviously. Yeah. And he takes a bribe from me. Otherwise, he, he said he's going to give me a fine of 12,000 rupees. Wow. And oh my God. I am so, like, my, my hands are cold. My legs are cold. I'm riding at... 11 o'clock in the night oh my gosh oh. I've been riding from from Goa and before so it's a long ride and the rains are hitting me I'm really annoyed and I reach Bombay I go, I'm staying at a friend's place so I reach that friend's place It, it I reach exactly at 12am hmm. July 9th which turns out to be my birthday hmm. I walked in and I put all my stuff down and so the long story Actually, before this was I had messed up my knee. I don't know if you know about this story. No. So, Feb of that same year, yeah, I got on stage at Hard Rock Cafe in Bangalore and a Malayali happened to me. Uh, <laughs> this guy basically jumped on me, tried to kiss me after a gig. It was wow. a phenomenal gig. Uh, it's it's very amazing me. how you remember that he's Malayali. Because... Uh, <laughs> 
two guys the both of them were malayali and yes, they jumped off you amazing gig bro that was marvelous <laughs> and the first guy actually kissed me on the lips oh wow on Succeeded your lips on the lips i pushed oh my him off God. i laughed it uh, laughed it off cuz i actually thought it was funny the second guy who was this really overweight guy jumped on me I, and i ended up snapping my knee oh my god i tore my acl a couple of oh other ligaments god. around i had to have reconstructive surgery in Such March. is the level of fan love I know got, right that so, he broke a leg <laughs> <laughs> hey man have a good gig break a leg, <laughs> break a leg <laughs> so uh, I had to have reconstructive surgery that, that happened in March April was my recovery month May was also my recovery month I was doing intensive um, like physio and all yeah. that yeah so June I decided I'm going to ride my bike so I started practicing on my bike whole of June was getting back on my bike my right leg was half the size of my left leg hmm. at that time because I wasn't using it L- lost all my muscle in that leg july was when i went out yeah and it was letting go of all that frustration of not getting work sitting at home the yeah. entire time so that was what was running through my head yeah and all of this happening one after the other so i reached my friend's place i just like in my helmet itself i broke down crying i think oh. entering bombay because there's so many thoughts running yeah. through your head when you're just on the road for eight hours in a helmet all by yourself like really weird thoughts start running through your head yeah. you start thinking about life you start thinking about what you're doing with your life where you're going and that changed me i think that that really changed me and nobody knew it was my birthday I, i'm the kind of person that will not tell anyone it's my birthday i can't stand birthdays i would take it off facebook i take it off instagram it's it's <laughs> off everywhere i don't like people wishing me um <laughs> so even the girl i, I was staying with yeah. she and her roommate she, they didn't know that it's your birthday no But and you, you want to have the urge like say hey it's my birthday no, no. it's i'd no. rather celebrate things that i've worked for you know all right okay like like the, the Guinness world record that that we got correct um the limca record correct uh what else i i i celebrate that you worked and slogged your ass for yeah not a birthday nice i i i had nothing to do with my birthday like going i don't know give my mom some gifts <laughs> let her uh, <laughs> it's her achievement right? yeah, it's her because yeah, she gave birth to someone I, yeah. and i think that's a powerful thing yeah. that's a powerful thing but me celebrating something i did not have any say over yeah. is really funny for me yeah i don't think i can ever be that noble but yeah no, but <laughs> i get your point i i want to slap myself when 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 people wish me for my birthday oh, because really? i haven't done anything I, worthwhile on birthday, that day i'm going to wish you every year man just to piss <laughs> you off yeah but you're but, saying Yeah, so I would rather celebrate experiences, and and that's that's what I wanted to do on that birthday. Right. I wanted to ride from here to there, do this epic journey across India. But then I realized, you know what, road tripping, and there's nothing to it, like it, <laughs> just sitting in one place, cutting yourself off social media, um, letting yourself drown in your own thoughts. Yeah. and that's when i realized you know what i'm actually this is what being an artist is all about getting emotional about something it's okay to cry it's okay to feel vulnerable it's okay to to feel crappy and and take all of that and do something about it hmm. and i think stand up comedians are like that we like yeah. i know a lot of stand up comedians are really unhappy with their lives yeah, I, i think we started the podcast that way <laughs> yeah. really okay so the the fact that you know that you're really unhappy with yourself and unhappy with your life gives you a connect to other people who are like that <laughs> and the fact that you bring joy into other people brings joy to you yeah is that core right that yeah. that's beautiful right there yeah. and these are realizations i think we all need to have and how can you use that to literally change the world right So you had that moment of realization. Yeah, that. that happened on the road for me, and yeah. and I just cried like a baby in the airport, and uh, in my in my helmet. Sorry, not yeah. the airport. <laughs> yeah. In my helmet, yeah. and I stopped on the side of the road, and I just squatted down. I was like, my underpants are soaking wet, my yeah. my shoes are soaking wet all the way inside. That's really lonely. And being on a bike, first of all, being an artist is really lonely. Yeah, because you don't work with the company, you don't work with the team. It is. You're just locked up in a room. Yeah, you're yeah. solo, and I I'm solo, right? I've always been solo for the yeah. longest time. Yeah. So how how do you actually end this podcast on this way, right? Because I think. you've been an artist for a very long time yeah. for about um, is it safe to say about 12 years 
2007 is when I started making legitimate money out of art, being on stage. So okay. I would say 11ish. 11 years, right? About 11 years. And yeah. so, uh, but now, the, see, what, honestly, if I had to be like completely honest, which I'll be on this podcast, is like one of the things that I miss about work is being around people, right? Because mm. when you're at work, at least you're around someone, and you're talking to someone, you're having conversations, you hear people talking. But when you're an artist, you're doing your stuff, man. You're just doing your writing, or you're doing yeah. your, you're hand doing emails, you're chasing payments, yeah. you're doing all of this on your own. And then when you go on uh, stage. Or whatever it's again, you're on your own. You're not like tag teaming with anyone, right? Yeah. And then you come back and you deal with all the disappointment, frustration, and criticism by yourself, and mm. you do everything by yourself, right? So how do you? Um, how, how is there any way that you have made sense of all of this now, which you have learned to deal with all um, this loneliness that's there? So the one thing I rule of thumb: don't give a crap about what other people say. Uh, people keep asking me also about who my influences are. Um, <laughs> who do i look up to yeah. and i always tell them that there is nobody that i want to look up to hmm. i have people as references but at the end of the day i am the most important person to myself and only when i am able to help me can i help someone else and this is really so there's this uh, cafe i go to it's called mustard cafe right. the lady who owns it her name's lindsay mm-hmm. uh, she told me this very cool thing uh, when and i i caught it only when she said it because i fly so many times uh, yeah. i'm flying every week yeah they tell you in case of an emergency uh, your oxygen mask would will drop down yeah. so you need to put your mask on to your mouth first before you put it on Assisting to someone else someone, yeah. right the the common sense of that is you need to be able to take care of yourself in order to take care of someone who might need your help so help yourself first and then help someone else and i'm still in that place where i'm trying to help myself where i'm trying to make a legitimate living out of this a create my own brand and not struggle for my next paycheck not struggle for the next credit card payment right. i got my credit card only like a year ago cuz i kept writing musician and i'm wondering why they're not giving me a credit card <laughs> so uh, funny but yeah I, and i'm still struggling i'm I, and i'll be honest about it about it i get paid well i get paid really well sometimes but it's an expensive lifestyle yeah it's you have to spend a ridiculous amount of money to create a video ridiculous yeah. amount of money to build a space like this to be able to create a video and the best part is after the video is over they'll be like hey the quality was not good yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man so it, it's it's a painful life that you got to keep dealing with and i think the what i'm trying to say is you need to take care of yourself so stop caring about what other people have to say and just learn how to be happy with yourself with your body with your with your thoughts if you're not happy with yourself make those changes that need to happen within yourself and then probably go out and look at what other people have to say and then care about what, responding to these other people because the internet has just opened up so many trolls and yeah, so many people who have opinions that really do not matter right. yeah It, it's fantastic the number of opinions people have about something <laughs> and that they can't even create 1% out of yeah but they will still want to talk about it so yeah i've learned to just be by myself and take care of myself and my opinions before listening to other people awesome thank you so much vinith vincent my for being pleasure. part of this podcast if you want to follow vinith vincent follow him on 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 facebook yeah, facebook and be be the youtube youtube thing. actually youtube yeah. Yeah. i'm focusing all on my, my my energies on youtube yeah right so focus uh, is there a youtube channel that you want to plug you want to tell the name of your uh, channel i'm vinith vincent official everywhere on, so on instagram website. facebook yes youtube yes. website everything Just guys if you want to keep in touch just uh, stay in touch with Vinith uh, follow Vinith on YouTube which is his primary focus yeah. uh, for, <laughs> for now for for the for next 3 days <laughs> <laughs> for the next 3 days and also his soon to be released podcast which he prophesied uh, on uh, I said SoundCloud I didn't on say on SoundCloud oh, sorry yeah, yeah, so yeah. his soon to be released content on SoundCloud <laughs> <Yeah>. insane <laughs> thank you so much guys for listening uh, and see okay. you in the next episode cheers cheers is a very drinking thing actually no i say cheers when i drink tea so cheers